Welcome back to Omega Level. I'm Steve Pride. I'm Josh Dragon. Omega Level. Omega Level! Omega Level. Omega Level. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in once again on this fateful Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Doesn't matter how you're listening to it. That's how we do. We're now going to do the Let's Talk Comics section. Yeah, we change names. That's what's up. We're cool. We're something. <laughs> we we are something. We'll probably be something else next week, too. Yeah, it's constantly changing. We don't know. We don't know. But we are Omega Level Podcast. That is for sure. We are trying to find our stick. There we go. Boom. And then this week, let's talk comics. Wow. Second issue of Guardians of the Galaxy. Thank you, Donnie Kate. Thank you, indeed. Jeff Shaw, I believe, was the artist still for the first issue and the second issue. Uh, Still not crazy about the art. The coloring is fantastic. To me, it still feels weird. Like, when they're zooming on just the face, they look great. But then it shows everything. It still kind of throws me off. It's not bad. Yeah, I guess it's a little rough. But, I mean, art doesn't matter. It's all about words. It's, it's all about the words, words, words. Shout out to Bo Burnham. Oh, we can't do that here? So, starting off with this issue, we got um, Star-Lord drunk dialing <laughs> Kitty Pride, just telling her just everything that's going on. He's like, so, uh, Thanos is dead. We went to his funeral. Me and Groot weren't invited for whatever reason, but that's whatever. Yeah, that Black Order nice. came and stole his body. Now I'm calling you. She's like, God, it's four in the morning. You look like crap. It's funny, and this is like, there are, I think, three people, maybe just two people that comment on how he looks. I mean, yeah. There's only two people. Only two people? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they comment on that. I mean, uh, yeah, he's kind of going back into his alcoholic ways. Well, I guess three in a way. In a way. he just walks in on two people. True. Only one of them True. is just like, hey, you look like crap. He's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, Myla <laughs> said it. Moondragon's just still sleeping. She said that when no, they- No, they were talking to each other. No, because she had another scene. She said, I just woke up. Remember, she oh. got woke up by Cosmic Ghost Rider I thought she said she's been awake for three days, so he, she'd be concerned if that she like fell asleep. Oh, she was just saying I was just about to fall asleep. That's what it we was. We read it this morning. Boom. We're coming at you. She did acknowledge that, though. I feel bad for Star-Lord, especially when it's talking about the Kitty Pride issue, and like he kind of was like, God, I miss you. Just kidding. I missed my chance on that one. And you see <laughs> Kitty Pride kind of like grab her arm, and she's like, yeah. Yeah, the way that panel was drawn made it seem like instead of her just leaving him at the altar, I thought like Colossus just became like a misogynistic just POS. Yeah. I thought he was like hitting her, and, and also I was confused by that. I was like, "How can he hit her, hit her when she can just turn ethereal?" Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was also thrown off. I was like, "God, that got real dark. Like, why is she grabbing that?" But then it was acknowledged in another story that he, she left him at the altar. Yeah, and that's where Rogue and Gambit ended up getting together, and that's the other issue we're reading, Mister and Mrs. X. I also thought it was funny that she was like, "Why are you calling me, by the way? Why aren't you calling her?" Mm. He's like, "Well, she stabbed me." <laughs> <laughs> well, he, at first he, I died. At first he was like, "Who's her?" Like, trying to play it oh, off. Yeah. Like, come on. Doesn't matter how you put it. We've seen you. We've read some comics. Some. <laughs> uh, goes into that, and obviously he's warns Moondragon and Phyla, brings him some clothes, only has Gamora and Drax's clothes, so, you know, probably won't fit. He's like, I don't know how sizes work, I guess. <laughs> don't just do your best. Uh, but there seems to be a commotion on the deck, and uh, it's between Cosmic Ghost Rider and Groot. Yeah, with Beta Ray Bill just sitting on the sidelines, I guess, just trying to, like, calm things down. Yeah, <laughs> mediate it. Well, it's it's Groot and a bunch of stabs. Dude, and little pieces of stab. Groot. Yeah, <laughs> that had me dying. That had me dying. I also, I still like Groot's, like, wooden mohawk. I don't know why. I don't know why he has it, but I dig it. Uh, it looked a little smaller this time. I don't know if it's because Maybe he was Maybe that's where the stabs it. came from. He could have been protruding it, like, in the first issue where they had it, like, in the first cover oh, art yeah. where they show it popping up off his head because it was a lot shorter this time. Yeah. looked a little more natural. So they're having a falling out because Cosmic Ghost Rider wants to kill Gamora because he doesn't want another Thanos around because he's already dealt with that in another timeline, I suppose. And then Beta Ray Bill and Groot, of course, just want to save Gamora because, you know, that's what they do. They deserve forgiveness, you know what I mean? It's the righteous thing to do. They ride together on the ship Rider, named after Winona Rider. Also like that Kitty called that out. Well, I mean... He said all things great, all things terrible, or something like that. Star-Lord got involved in that little debate, too, and was like, you can go kill her. 
You can go save her. I don't care. There's the door. There's the door. Also, just like how they just don't care about damaging the ship. I guess none of that stuff where they're fighting out was very important. Apparently not. I mean... Yeah, like also like the dragon just stops that fight pretty abruptly. Walks in and does one blast. The dragon comes out. Boom. Hits Cosmic Ghost Rider right in the chest. And he even acknowledged that he felt that and said... And was honestly impressed. She's like, I was just about to fall asleep. <laughs> I was just there. Great, great that. It's also nice to see Moondragon actually like put, put work on Cosmic Ghost Rider, even if it was a... Ambush, you know, I mean, it's a sneak attack. I don't know who she is, but I'm impressed. Hey, I'm all about it. You don't know Moon Dragon? No. Daughter of Drax? I mean, I know her from the last issue, but that's about it. Okay, okay. I'm done. I know Drax had a kid. I thought all his kids were dead. Uh, I mean, we're only a few minutes in, but thanks for listening to this week. Let's talk comics. Uh, Steven's not going to be here, and cut. Nope, he's still here. So in another panel, we see somebody being thrown through a window, which is always nice. Must be comforting. Uh, who got thrown? The Collector. And by who? Hella. Or it might have been Proxima that threw him. It was one. It was one. It of was them. one of them. Either way, the Black Order. It was and not Hella nice involved. people. <laughs> not nice people. Not enough Hella in this issue, but that's kind of like I feel like she's gonna we be. We had com- four panels. Sure. Yeah, but that's not enough. We had a page. That's not, that's not enough. I agree. Found out something interesting. Apparently, the collector, I guess, is immortal. I guess he was given a uh, quote-unquote, I guess, gift by the uh, deal of Mistress Death. death mm-hmm. which, she even uh, said that. Why are you guys so? F- why are you? At the police, she said she said guys, right? Yeah, yeah. She's so why are you, fascinated. Oh, I think she called them boys. Boys. So fascinated with the uh, Mistress Death. Because she's better than you. She's yeah. the entity of death. You're just a, like a poser. I know, seriously. Uh, yeah, poser. That's why Thanos is doing this, man. I'd say that to her face. Well, at one point he was. We don't know his con- anything about Thanos anymore. I mean, is he dead? Is he alive? Can't wait to find He's out. He's being reborn. I think, it, I think it's a ploy. We have a few more issues. I think it's a ploy. Why would it be a ploy? They took his body. Because he even said it when in the first issue where he's talking about, he's like, my only regret is that I don't get to see you fight over this. That seems like Thanos would just be like, I'm coming back. Now you guys are going to freak out. What if he doesn't come back? Obviously, the Black Order is going to try to do something about that, but I don't think he's going to come back. Yeah, maybe not this series, but eventually he will. I mean, yeah, Thanos always comes he back. He sells. Even Cosmic Thanos Ghost Rider sells. said, I killed Thanos once before. Different reality. Different reality. Yeah, that's true. Star-Lord just passes that off, too. I thought that was funny. He's like, who are you? Oh, um, you know, Frank Castle, Power of Cosmic, uh, Herald of yeah, Herald. Galactus. Uh, alternate reality or alternate timeline. He's like, okay, that's, that checks out. I mean, they, they've, <laughs> he's dating an X-Man. I'm pretty sure they've dealt with crazy stuff. Well, he dated an X-Man. True, true, but... Uh, X-Girl. I did enjoy that. X-Girlfriend. <laughs> I will cut you, Steven. I will cut you right now, over the podcast, on camera. I do not care. Get our views up. Hey, man, that's true. The people love blood. I'm stabbing them right now. If you're watching this, I'm lying, but if you're listening to this, it's like, yep, see, boom. Something I did enjoy when Hella was the very little that she was in this is that she was willing to show how easy it is to break death's deals. I like that little comment. We didn't get to see it, but it had the collector like, here, let me help you. Like, Let me tell you this cryptic thing real quick. <laughs> I thought that was cool. And by cryptic message, I'm hearing that a negative world is lovely this time of year. Yep, and that's about the only hint that we get uh, for the location of Thanos' head. Safe to assume that that is something that it is in? So anyways, going back to after the whole fight between Cosmic Ghost Rider and Groot and Beta Ray Bill. As Ghost Rider is leaving, Beta Ray Bill says that he hopes that they never see each other again or never meet on the battlefield, rather. Hopefully hinting at an altercation between them, but I don't know much about Beta Ray Bill, but I do know that Storm the power down. cosmic is pretty overpowered, so I don't see how Beta Ray Bill could put up much of a fight, but I'd love to see how. Well, the fact that he's not oh, yeah, scared Stormbreaker, of that. Yeah. yeah. That could also He be is a also testament. like, I guess, part donkey, as Ghost Rider said. 
So go polish your hammer, donkey. Where did Ghost Rider go after he left? He ended up going to another ship really quick. They don't even, they, there's it's no like time travel. The Royal Shire mm-hmm. ship or something like that. Which we get to find out that there are some survivors from the blast from the first issue. And one of those survivors is the brother of Thanos, Eros. Two-Face. Mm, basically, they, Two he's face. now in a Professor X wheelchair. And Professor Two-Face. <laughs> Professor Two-Face. That is now his name. We coined it. Thank you and welcome, Marvel. Introducing Eros back into the mold again was really nice. I'm glad I was very, was like, wow, Star Fox is immediately killed first issue. Holy crap. Kind of, we both, all of us thought of that out here at the uh, studio of a mega level podcast. Yeah, we're big time now. And it's really refreshing to see Eros back into the mix. Uh, I'm glad he wasn't taken out. I'm glad that he is apparently getting together the Dark Guardians. You see Ghost Riders there. You get to meet a person that we're not familiar with, Wraith. Yeah, I thought it was Malekith at first. First glance, it did oh, show I, only half a face. It's You could be like, oh, snap, pale skin, and I, then showed. I did ex- enjoy their exchange, though. Ghost Rider's like, who are you? He's like, I'm nobody. Ghost Rider's like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> He's like, you're in your flaming skull, so... Mm. Yeah, so he did not seem keep impressed. Away. I assume he has cold powers. Oh. I should probably do my research. Probably. That would help this. Leave a comment. Inform us. Who is Wraith? Boom. Let us know. Is we Apex will give Legends you a shout having out. a crossover with Marvel? Man, I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry, viewers. It seems that he's getting this group together to kill Gor- Gamora. That's what Ghost Rider wanted to do. That's what they need to do because that's the most logical thing that he would upload himself into Gamora. She was going to do all that stuff in the Infinity War. You know, she was getting all the stones. He was kind of messing with her head. Obviously a figment of her imagination, but she still a presence. Problems. She did cause some problems. And then on the other hand, you have people that don't think she she deserves a forgiveness. And only two people know where she's at. Maybe a third, which we will get about to get to in just a second. Star-Lord and Groot are the only two people that know where she's at. Yep. So they Eros is like, we need to... Well, and uh, Adam Warlock. Yeah, but that's not fair. It's Adam. Yeah, but he's the one that's center there. I mean, yeah, but he's not a person. We're not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Three people, maybe four. Thanks, Steven. This is just like Five a night people. comes for us. How dare you? How dare you? But anyways, before Steven rudely interrupted me. Wow. Wow. He has a little off-screen talk with somebody that you don't know and said, would you have a problem killing Gamora, your sister? Boom, shows us Nebula putting on a new arm, and she says, I don't think that'd be a problem. She cocks it first. She's like, I don't think that'd be an issue. Yeah. (laughs) So edgy. Yeah, so edgy, man. Oh. She said, we can find out where she's at uh, pretty easily. Mm -hmm. She's a pretty sentimental person. She would always tell, like, that one foolish boy where uh, where she's going. Who she's in love with, or was at least in love with. And then that's when it cuts to, and I was thinking, Star-Lord. Yeah, we all assume Star-Lord. But then it goes the final flash page of Nova. And as we wrap up the second issue of Guardians of the Galaxy, written by Donnie Cates, God, wonderful issue. Honestly, very impressed. I've seen better. We're going to take a shout out to our sponsor, Epico's. Card, comic, game, one of each. Get there fast. Boom. Omega Level Podcast is proudly sponsored by Epico's Comics, Cards, Games. Epico's is your one-stop shop for all your comic book, tabletop, and card gaming needs. Featuring collectibles, statues, artwork, highly graded comics, video games, a separate game room, and even a tabletop game rental service, Epico's has it all. Every week, Epico's is stocked with the newest comic book releases, variant covers, and the capability to order what you need. So start a poll list and never miss an issue. Epico's has two locations, Chattanooga and Hickson. So come on by and find what you're looking for. So continuing our march towards Endgame, we are going to now discuss... Avengers Infinity War. Yes. The top of the Marvel food chain. And the two biggest fans are here to talk about it. 
Nick didn't care, so he couldn't make it. Yep. He he definitely voiced his opinion about this isn't something that he's really into. It's one of his lower-tier Marvel movies. He didn't think that the culmination of 10 years meant anything to anybody he that's said a Marvel it was fan. rather lackluster. Yep. Yep. And honestly, I don't see how he could do that and honestly be a fan of comic books. Yeah, it's not to the comic book, you know, to the T, but seeing that come, come together, the culmination of 10 years, just wow. It, it just... It really just dropped my jaw to hear him just talk so much trash about this. Honestly, blown away. I'm I'm surprised. We uh, Stephen and I were both on the fence of even returning when he said that. Yeah, he just didn't want to be here because he didn't want to be in the lion's den. He was afraid. Yep, he was. Roar. <laughs> I thought that was good. Okay, anyways, after done trashing Nick, because gosh, he's fat. So before we actually start like discussing it, where, uh, where would you rate it? Or where would you rank it in the Marvel movies? Oh, it's 100% my number one Marvel movie of all time. And shocker, guys, my number three movie of all time. Yeah. Uh, I gave it like a, a nine the first time. But after watching it again, I had to put it in my top three, if not number one. <laughs> <laughs> also, if this is your, uh, let's say, fourth fourth <laughs> or fifth consecutive Steven podcast that you've listened to, have you caught a trend? Is there something that you've, you've seen picked up? My, my opinions are rock solid. They never change. Rock solid, 100%. Never change. Picking up right after Ragnarok. Perfect segue into the movie. Thanos getting another stone after manhandling the Hulk with no man stone. Handling. He was he was manhandling the Hulk. Man, did we watch the same movie? I mean, what? Hulk got one tackle? He got he got a few uh, lackluster punches. <laughs> lackluster punches as he as he grabs his wrist and just breaks them back and as bends his will. Like, Let him have his fun. <laughs> Ma, can we just focus on him for a second? Brown nosing affair that this dude is like that whole scene. It's hilarious. It's a great it's, scene. Yes, I have to chuckle every time. I mean, he he gets the stone. Obviously, he breaks Hulk's will. He doesn't even show up for the rest of the movie. He shows up. He just cries and whines. Yeah, a few he times. just says no. <laughs> <laughs> but you have Ma. They finally get the stone. Uh, God, who, who, who's he get it from? Loki, who of course betrayed them once again. But it had a little more deeper sentimental value than that. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm betraying you to save my skin. It did seem like that. It really did. It really broke Thor right there for a moment. Like, he was very upset that he would do that. Thor got broke a few times just on the ship alone. Yeah, that's true. Heimdall dies. After yeah, he, I was going to say that before I jumped to the says, stone. Like, he's the whole reason why they even stood a, ch- a, like, a remote chance to begin with is because he sent Hulk away. Mm-hmm. Saves his skin. Thor's just sitting there, just, I mean, he ends up floating in space at this point after the whole thing gets exploded by the Power Stone and Space Stone. On this ship, we lose Heimdall, and we lose Loki. That was a big blow for me. I know it seemed like it wasn't because he was training, but he ended up trying to, I mean, for some reason, double-cross Thanos. He's I, died like three times before this, so I was just kind of used to it at this point. Yeah, But, but even Thanos says no resurrections this time. Snaps that boy's neck. Hinting towards the end of the movie when he snaps his fingers. Mmm, spoiler alert. Foreshadowing at its finest. Snap, snap. Uh, but before we jump out of this first uh, scene, I know we haven't really made it far in this movie. God, we could talk for hours, but we can't. We can't. Ebony Maw, when, when he gets the stone and he's trying to present it to Thanos, and he's like, no one's had the might, nay, the, the nobility. nobility. Just uh, To wield I, two I love infinity that. I stones. But it, it's just so like, oh, we get it, dude. We get it. Thanos is dope. You've been building towards this for like over a decade. Oh, he's still going to be the powerful person ever. Okay, anyways, everybody can wield the power of infinity. Come on. And in this one, too, you get to see a couple new reactions, uh, a couple more FaceTime with certain people that you don't see, like Doctor Strange and Tony Stark. They did not seem to get along because they're two really smart people. (laughs) And Tony doesn't like being... Mm -hmm. He does not like to be shown up and... 
It, I believe that Doctor Strange doesn't do it on purpose. It's pretty obvious that Tony Stark doesn't like to be embarrassed in front of people because Hulk's just like, he's like, you're embarrassing me in front of the wizard. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, because he could get, he's like, come on, that whole fight trying to fight. Like, I'm having a moment. This is not the now mo- <laughs> This is not the time for a moment. That's a moment. <laughs> trying to fight Maw and Obsidian is like, they have me laughing. Great fight scene. Mm-hmm. Epic. You get to see a little bit of Maw. You get to see a little bit, a lot of Strange in this, honestly. I think they showcased him the most in this other than the towards the final end when thor gets his rematch with thor, thanos for like a half a second maybe iron man yeah I, maybe Iron. Man. i mean he made I a, he's the only one to make him bleed. maybe thor well thor was at the end so he's the only person to make him bleed did we forget the ending okay not counting the almost final blow by thor right in the chest not counting that thor was the or uh, iron man was the only one to make him bleed when he connected to his legs on titan when they're having the fight on Titan, remember? Oh, yeah. All this for a drop of blood? It was, oh, was such a hard so line. So awesome. Such a hard line. Hey, they also made Ebony Maw bleed, though, and like redirecting his metal pieces at him. Well, that's Ebony. Yeah, but he was like. That's not as impressive as making Thanos a god cool, bleed. He's like Lackey Magneto. Okay, I could see that. I could see that. A little bit. They kind of didn't showcase Maw. I mean, Maw got taken out. Like, uh, if you've seen like the movie Alien, Alien. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you've seen the movie Alien, all you just need to do is. Create a vacuum of space, you know, just, just pew, suck him right through. Nice little touching scene once again between Tony Stark and Peter Parker. He's like, you're an Avenger now. Yep, boom. You get to see it, the pride on Peter Parker's face for that moment. And he knighted like, him, he too. corrects his posture for a moment. He's like, wow. I don't know if you caught that. He knighted him. He's yeah, like, it's real quick. <laughs> yeah. Just did not care. Welcome to the Avengers. Okay, let's do that. And you see all these different fights breaking out, and there's one thing that you don't really see except for just a... A snippet. Scarlet Witch and Vision, they have a nice little sentimental moment. It's it's Vision trying to tell her that you have to destroy the, the stone. I know it will kill me, but there's nothing else you can do. You have a power. I believe that they have matching signatures. Is that what he was saying? Is it like power frequency is the infinity power stone somehow? Scarlet Witch is barely Ten trying. She's fight. like holding I mean, back. Yeah, it's barely a fight I mean, because he's just slapping everybody silly. Yeah, yeah. That was absolutely one of the best scenes in the entire movie. Was him walking through the portal when they finally yes, get to that? Just casually walking mm. through all the Avengers, mm. and leading up to that, and casually, with this said, casually walking through all the Avengers, and then we have Scarlet Witch, who was avoided this entire movie by the Black Order. They worked all the way around her. They, well, they, they, they almost took them out earlier. And what was one of my favorite scenes? Well, that's why they went off. They tried to have a sneak thing and try to get Vision and Scarlet Witch at the same time because they knew yes. that he couldn't heal through. They the decommissioned him pretty much immediately. But that was one of my favorite moments before he continues on. I just want to say we had two of the most powerful people in all of the MCU so far. The Vision and Scarlet Witch get taken out. And who did they get saved by? but three mere mortals. Black Widow, Captain America, and Falcon. I'm fine with Black Widow and Cap. I know it's still mortals, but but Falcon? Not I love even, Anthony Mackie. Not even Captain Falcon. Just Falcon. <laughs> Just Falcon. Yes, they get saved by this, and see, that's, that's also something weird. I don't know, and we've mentioned it in the Age of Ultron and Civil War. They're afraid to use Scarlet Witch because she has reality-warping powers. I feel like they can do something along the lines of Doctor Strange. Like, he has reality warp. He's yes. not there yet. He and was I feel holding like his own against, like, a half-infinity gauntlet Thanos. Actually, I think it was a little it, slightly over. Had, I think he had, he had four, four stones He had four moment. stones at that point. Because that's when he got the fifth one and then came in and got the sixth one. And that's what leads us to this, is that he's walking through these people, just blasting them. Boom. Get out of my way. Get out of my way. Get out of my way. Effortlessly. Effortlessly. And then gets to Scarlet Witch as she's like, I guess I have no other choice. She's trying to destroy this, the Mind Stone and Vision. Super powerful moment, too, because she loves him. He loves her. Thanos is walking up, and she's able to hold off Thanos. She succeeded in breaking the Mind Stone. That is unreal, but to no avail. No, because she should have also been blasting the Time Stone in his gauntlet instead of just his hand. Instead of just his hand. But, I mean, in that time of crisis, I mean, 
you're only thinking about stop him. I don't realize that he has the reality stone and he can, or the time stone, and he can just reverse everything. Yeah, so we watched Vision die yet. twice. That was rough. I really like Vision. Paul Bettany does an absolutely fantastic job as Jarvis and then Vision. He didn't even get to have like his second final words. That is another sign that kind of puts up Scarlet Witch up in the top three power. I don't, I, I don't want to give her that yet because we can't see the full extent. Because I could also say that Doctor Strange is up there with the way that he was handling. Oh, absolutely. Thanos on Titan. He is the Sorcerer Supreme. The Sorcerer Supreme, and also want to point out on Titan the best moment in the movie for me. At least visually and power. Oh my God! Go ahead, Stephen. You talking about when he throws a moon at the Avengers? One grasp, the motion, the, the everything. I stood out of my good. seat in the theater. Absolutely. Granted, there was nobody else in that row with me, but still, I, I'm sure you probably still would have stood up. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Can't express enough how amazing Josh Brolin was in this movie. I love the whole fight on Titan, man, and like introduced it by just crashing a ship on him, which Thanos would have been able to survive even without the Infinity Gauntlet, but still, it's just awesome. We finally get to see like true like big scale fight for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been a few like we've seen cities getting destroyed and stuff, but yet again like he threw a freaking moon at them. But you didn't get. We've never seen a one on one boss fight like this. Yeah, not one on one per you se, get to but see, a like, solo boss. Thanos's true resilience. Yes, he bled. Minus the Thor stabbing in the chest, <laughs> yes, one drop fight, of blood. Yes, he had one drop. One of blood. drop of blood, and it came from Iron Man. So cool sequence, snapping his arms into that. Boom! The Mech Man, his nanotech is phenomenal. I also liked how Thanos called Spider Man a bug, and he's never met him before. Yeah, he never met him before. Need to note that that was Star Lord's plan. What do you mean? I was just saying Star Lord goes flying in as like they get him like trance and stuff. He's like, for the record, that was my plan. <laughs> still, before oh, yeah, before yeah, yeah. he just foils his own plan oh, because he couldn't man. control his emotions, even though he's going to kill Gamora earlier in the movie. And I like that Mantis, uh, not like she could really get much screen time, but I love that character. She's adorable, hilarious. She had a funny little bit of <laughs> Drax thinking he's invisible on this uh, ship. Also, just like how Spider-Man was like freaking out when they were fighting each other, saying, please don't put your eggs in me. It <laughs> was funny because, you know, he's a spider. They put eggs in things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also think he still had Alien on the brain, the movie Alien. Oh, he was yeah, like, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> He's bringing that up. Uh, they were all fighting for the same purpose, too. Uh, you have all these different storylines going on, and I thought they meshed together so wonderfully. Like, each segment that deals with those people felt like those people. Yeah, they all felt like their own respective movies, too. It's because they had the directors on set for those. That's why they felt totally that way. I totally forgot about that. Yep. That's, that's wow, why that's Guardians so cool. felt like that. James Gunn was there. That's why Black yes. Panther felt that way. That's man. It was the transition really... into the Guardians was like one of the best transitions in there. Like mm-hmm. how it just says space, <laughs> just just somewhere in space. I feel like this is a big snub. How Josh Brolin didn't get a nom for that man. I mean, he lead actor. That was his movie. That was Thanos's movie. Thought he was fantastic. Mocap. I think you should look at it a little bit better. Obviously, being a Planet of the Apes guy. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have a reference for that for this movie. Didn't find one. I'm sorry, fans out there. Mainly you, Skull Kid 333. And our Give other viewer. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> but when we get to the finally get to this end of this this wonderful movie, Thanos, he won. Yeah. He won. He won. This is the first MCU movie where a Thanos, villain won. Uh, Thor almost won. Thor did. He should have aimed for the head. I was so glad that we finally got to see like the Thor that we should have had on screen for so many years now. Like, yep. I know I said that during Ragnarok, but like with Stormbreaker just flying above, just zapping everybody. See, like, that's what it was. Tyka almost brought him killing up. six Infinity Stone Thanos. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Thanos said you should have should have aimed for the head. But he snapped, and man, just sad scenes just happened. I still teared up this last oh, time Spider-Man, we watched it. Yeah, time. I still teared up when Spider Man was like, "I don't feel so every good, Mister Stark." The rest were real sad too. Knowing what Groot said, he's like, "Dad." That's his final word to Raccoon. Rocket Raccoon was yep. dad. It was actually I am Groot. 
Okay. Well, I tried to have a sentimental moment, but right. seriously, guys, did you enjoy Infinity War? You want? You don't want to talk about the after credit scene real quick, man? And how confused gonna... <laughs> so many people must be with people just turning into ash and just planes falling out the sky and everything. Yeah, the the heat. I want to see the reactions of people just sitting at home alone with like their spouse, and then like one of them just turns to dust. They're like, what? Margaret, <laughs> where's <laughs> Margaret? <you> go, Margaret? <laughs> but yes, uh, it ends with Nick Fury calling upon Captain Marvel, which is where uh, we're going to be talking about that in May. If you want to stay tuned for that. I don't know why May comes out next month, but that's cool. Well, we're going to talk about in May. Okay, apparently we're going to be late on this. Sorry, viewers, listeners, uh, long-time subscribers, a whole like four months, but appreciate you. Yeah, let us know in the comments what you think of Infinity War or what you thought of it. Did we miss something that you really enjoyed? Is there a point that we probably could have hit? Is there another Marvel-type movie that you maybe want us to check out? Because we're going to kind of have a void for a little while. Don't know. We do know, but I'm going to keep that a secret because we like to keep you guessing. And uh, we're in the end game now. We are in the end game now. I just said that. Uh, I just said I that. I know. Make sure you follow us on all of our social medias. We are on Facebook as Omega Level Podcast. We're on Instagram as Omega underscore level underscore podcast, all lowercase. We are on Twitter as at Omega Level PCast. That's the letter P. We are on the Anchor app as Omega Level, and we are on YouTube as Omega Level Podcast. Make sure you hit them all up, and, you know, don't be stupid. Like our stuff. Mm-hmm.